Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Downloads. For more sermons, please visit our website. We know you will be blessed as you listen. Take care and God bless. Hallelujah. This is a, this is a wonderful, wonderful time. And I so appreciate the opportunity to, to share the word with you. I'm so excited about it, especially after that song, Rob. I couldn't have chosen it better. Light, resonance, oh, beautiful. We're in for a treat today because we're going to finish up. The musicians are going to come up uh, later after we've filled with the word. But firstly, if we can pray for our pastor, he's not feeling very well at the moment, and Let's just pray life over him. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for Steve Wheeler. In the name of Jesus, we declare healing over his body. We speak life into his life. In the name of Jesus, this sickness and disease that is knocked him down today, we declare you have no power in him. In the name of Jesus, we declare deliverance and healing. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord for your wonderful provision in healing, in Jesus' name. Amen. As you can see, my probably one of my favorite word, uh, scriptures and preach, and that is all around the word. And many of you who come to Healing Forum have um, appreciated the fact that the word is a seed and we need to plant the seed in our, in our heart. And that's on a micro basis, and I want to talk, to talk to us today on a macro. I want to talk from the beginning and have a look at how God created everything that we see and how it works. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And then God said, let there be light. It's very hard for us to imagine that moment. Because there was, we are material beings. We are uh, subject to time. Yet, God outside all of that said, let there be light. And light came into into being. I absolutely love it. And I laugh very wickedly when the scientists are wrestling with this problem. How did we start? How did the whole thing start? And they can only go back to the Big Bang. Before that, no one has a clue because there is nothing before that, as far as we're concerned. There was just God. But you know what? <laughs> as much as it points towards God, they cannot admit that there is a God. They just, they just cannot. That would, be, that would be the end of their lives, as far as they're concerned. They talk about the Big Bang, which, isn't it amazing how out of nothing there was suddenly a big bang and matter appeared and time appeared and space appeared and 
somehow all of those atoms came together and made a planet, and all of this hypothesis, which is such hokey-pokey, I don't know how anybody can believe it. However, it is a belief system. And it is a belief system to make sure that we provide, they provide an alternative to God. Because that is just too terrible to contemplate that there is actually a God. But I believe in the Big Bang. You're looking at it. God said, let there be light. And he threw with his words into being all the planets, all the stars, and this little blue marble that is the center of his love. They spend billions with fancy radars and big array telescopes looking for some other reason why we're here, looking for other peoples and aliens. My personal opinion, they will never find anything because we're it as far as this material world is concerned. God said, let there be light. And God saw the light, and it was good, and divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. There is a world out there. We can't see words. We can't see into the spirit. But with a renewed heart, with a renewed spirit, we can participate in that spirit world, which we didn't realize before. I just want to quickly go through the whole of Genesis, the whole of um, creation. God said, let there be a firmament. God said, let there be waters. He called the earth into being out of the waters. He said, let the earth bring forth grass on the third day. On the fourth day, let there be lights in the firmament. Let there be lights and two lights, a sun and a moon. Now, here's something for free. The plants were made before the sun and the moon were created. God said in the beginning, there was light. What was that light as opposed to the sunlight? I've got an answer for you. I'll leave that with you. Don't switch off for the rest of the service while you're trying to work that one out. God said, let the waters abound with living creatures. And he created the uh, sea creatures and the birds. And God blessed them. We use that word so casually. But God, when he said he was blessed, he blessed them. He was saying a creative goodness over them. He blessed them. Remember that. God said, let the earth bring out every living creature on the sixth day. He created all the animals. And then he said, let's make man in our image. God blessed them. He declared, he declared his law over them, which was, you shall be fruitful and multiply. God, and it's quite interesting that he created the earth. Then he took the earth and formed man 
out of the mud. And then that wasn't enough because he declared in the beginning, let us make man in our image. And he breathed, he breathed his life into man and he became a living being. Animals were created with a soul. And that created the life in them. But only man, only man was created with a creative spirit in God's image. And as he says going through there, they will all reproduce according to their kind. So let me just put in this evolution little thing. Transfer from different species will never, ever happen. Because God said they will reproduce according to their kind. And I believe what he says, rather than the fumblings of scientists trying to find an excuse not to believe God. Makes me mad. We have, in us, we have been, we have the creative spirit of God. And you can see where this is going. each a living creature. Then a most amazing thing happened. Adam didn't sit back on his laurels and say, well, thank you, God, you've done everything now. He delegated to him dominion in this earth. And then he told him what to do. You shall name all these animals. You shall have dominion. And our words, his words in those days, in his words were exercising his dominion in this earth. It is the way that we have dominion. And he called all the animals, God called all the animals, and Adam called them whatever he wanted to do. Whatever he thought that they were. And how did he name them? He named them according to the way they looked. He named them according to what they ate. He gave them different names according to the creative mind of, of his heart. He created those according to, to what, they, what they were. Each one of those animals, each one of the plants, each one of the living things was different. Now, how is it made different? Because out of the earth, they were all made out of the same stuff the same atoms. How did God make them different? How did he make a rhinoceros different from an elephant? How did he make uh, a man's body different from a monkey's body? We say, ah, that's easy, that's DNA. But what makes DNA? Atoms. The basic parts of it, and if Janet was here, she'd say, no, quarks. Okay, yes, we can go smaller and smaller and smaller. Those atoms can be exactly the same thing. But they've got a different frequency. Everything in this earth, and you've seen a bit of a demonstration on that video, everything in this world has a vibration. Every molecule vibrates. You wonder what the... How can you have the different forms of um, ice and water, I mean, how can you have ice? How can you have water? How can you have steam? 
but it's all the same thing. And it obviously has the same molecu molecular construction. What makes it different? Frequency. Just frequency. It vibrates slowly, and, it, and it's ice. You take the heat out of it, it becomes ice. We add a bit of heat to it, it becomes water, and it flows. And all the difference is the vibration. Is this taking you back to school? The vibration is different, and then you put a lot more heat into it, and you've got steam. But it's all the same product. And so we, we are subject to that. We are vibrating in different, in different ways. Your difference with the person sitting next to you is a slight difference in variation that comes from the frequency of the atoms in you. Inside, we're all the same. And God called that out. Let's go and see the power of this, of the word, the spoken word, how powerful it was. And we'll take Babel. Now, you know the story of Babel? The whole earth had one language and one speech, and they uh, sojourned in Shinar. Then they said to one another, nothing happens without somebody saying something. Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. There's a whole preach in that, but we move on. And they said, come, let us build a city and a tower who's top to the heavens, and let's make a name for ourselves. Oh, <laughs> this is not going well. You can see already. They want a name for themselves, but don't they have a name already? Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered upon the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see what was going on and what they had built. And the Lord says, indeed, the people are one. Why were they one? Because they had one language and they could agree. And they decided to agree. And they decided, this is a great vision. This is a great plan. They have one language and this is what they begin to do. Now... Now, this is probably one of the most important scriptures in, in the whole Bible. Nothing that they purpose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language. Isn't that interesting? God didn't send an angel and kill them. He didn't want to do that. He wanted his people to be on earth. He didn't take out the leaders because they could have gone back to exactly the same place. He says, let us confuse their language, that they, under, they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the earth, of all the earth, and they ceased building this sinful city that they wanted to do. They wanted to do something for themselves. They had forgotten their God. Isn't that powerful? To this day, we've got all these various languages. And because of that, wars, rumors of wars, um, riots, all of that happens because we don't understand each other. There's good news at the end of the story, though. Don't lose hope. Then we have another character that comes, comes on. And I just want to briefly mention Abraham. 
And as you know, um, Abraham cut a, um, God cut a covenant with Abraham, but he didn't. He, he did it with uh, Jesus on his uh, behalf. And he needed to give him something that would energize him into the promise that he had given him and that covenant and the promises of the covenant. And he said, no longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. <sighs> and the Jews call that the breath of God. He inserted his name into Abram's name. And he made Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. Every time he was called Abraham by his friends and those that knew him, and every time he called himself Abraham, he was reminding himself of the vision that God had given him that he will have a multitude, more than the stars, more than the sand, in multitude. Our words are so important. God gave him a change in name so that he could achieve the vision that he had given him. God has given us a word, a name. We are Christ-like ones, Christians. And then the culmination of the, of the ages, when Jesus came. And this is so powerful as well. The angel appeared to Mary and he says, don't be afraid, Mary. And he's speaking to her and giving her a vision. Without that vision, Jesus couldn't have come. And he, behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring a son and call his name Jesus. He called, the angel, God's will was that Jesus would be called salvation, redemption. And his name had to be established right in the beginning. Every time Jesus is mentioned, then that brings that vision into being. We declare that name. He shall be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. For his kingdom there shall be no end. What, what a vision. And now this is, <laughs> this really gets me going. Oh, dear. And the angel said, because uh, Mary said, how can this be? How can this be? I've never known a man. How can, how can I be pregnant with this Jesus? And the angel said to him, For with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible for God. The, the translators, this is New King James. This is the, uh, Paul, the, the, this is the Bible that uh, Paul used. That's a joke, guys. That's a joke. It wasn't written then. Um, they had trouble with the scripture because if you look into the Greek, it says, for with God, nothing, absolutely nothing, double negative, the rhema will be impossible. They've dropped the rhema. But that is so powerful. Rhema is the active living word for you today in this moment for this need. The Logos, which we love, that is the general will of God. But the rhema, the word spoken to you, out of this word, that nothing is impossible for that. 
the Logos could be impossible for you. The Rhema is impossible. When we get the Word of God inside of us and get His will, and the Spirit of God shines His light upon a particular Scripture for us, out of the Word, out of the pages, or out of our memory, and God says this to you, that it is impossible for that to fail. Think about that for a moment. It is impossible. The angel said that to Mary. It is impossible. He gave her a rhema. She received it. And she said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. She said, Amen. So be it. Hans, could you help me please? And her agreement created a resonance. Like your song, Rob. Create a resonance. What is this word resonance? I want to demonstrate this to you. Now, sorry, this is scientific. I couldn't get it simpler than this, but I am going to explain it. Resonance describes the phenomenon of increased amplitude that occurs that occurs when the frequency of a periodically applied force is equal or close to the natural frequency of the system which it acts. <sighs> okay, don't worry. Let me just give you a picture. Okay. Amplitude is the height or the loudness of a sound. Let's take it like that. The frequency is how fast it comes. So, a very long frequency will sound very low. Very short frequency will sound very high. Is that right, Rob? Wavelength related. That's what, we, that's what we're looking at. So, resonance describes the phenomenon of increased height of that wave, strength of it, power of it, that occurs when the frequency of a periodically applied force. Okay? So there is an inert, a natural frequency in this object. And when the frequency comes against this object, resonance happens. That means there's an increase in power, increase in sound, increase in noise. And I want to, I want to use this swing to, um, to describe this to you. This here is my to-be please son's grandson. I need a grandson. But I do know, he might not be the first, but I know his name. This is Stephen. You're joking. Yes, my son will name his first son Stephen. Is that mad? Absolutely. Whatever. I'm not going to argue with him. So, Stephen, in you go. And this is my swing. You've all done this, I'm sure. So there is... The kid gets his legs going and off goes the swing. 
then what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to, find, to apply a frequency to this because I want to swing higher, higher, higher. I want to go higher. Now, you can see the frequency of this. If I match it, it goes higher. My phone rings. What happens? I get a scream from the kid. What happens to the amplitude? It goes right down. And that, that is resonance. That is resonance. Now, how does that come to us today? The Word of God has a frequency. And that frequency within us reacts with our thoughts. And let's just look at the scripture first and then I'll explain it. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. We have a natural frequency in our bodies, uh, in our soul. And the word from our experience is going at a certain, certain frequency. Let's say my mother died of cancer. I'm going to die of cancer. It's a bit drastic, but it's true. So that's the frequency. The word of God comes... And the Word of God is doing this. Nothing is happening because the frequency of the Word of God is different to what we're saying and what we believe. Renew the mind. What is that? Changing. The Word comes to us. That's, that's not what God says. Let's renew our mind. then we find that as we believe the Word of God, our resonance, we have resonance because there's an explosion of creative power like happened in the beginning. And the frequency of your cells that are sick conform to the frequency of this Amplitude, this high power that is applied to it, and you receive your healing. You receive your healing by re renewing your mind. Come on, boy. Here we go. And what we have is Babel renewed in our lives. We have the opportunity. God said they have one language, nothing their purpose will be withheld from them. Now we had another sound that came. Another sound that came. On the day of Pentecost, they were in one place in one accord. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and we were given a new sound. A new sound. The sound of the Holy Spirit. Tongues. Fire. Just think back to that video that, uh, that I showed. 
Nothing is impossible to us who receive the Spirit of God, speak out in agreement with the frequency of God. That is how you receive your healing. That is how you receive prosperity. And all the promises of God just agree with the frequency of what is said. Why? God created that. He made it that way. He made it that way. So what I want us to do is, thanks Rob, I want us to spend the last few minutes. Sorry Rob, I stole a little bit of your time there. Um, I want us to now practice what we've heard. These songs that Rob has prepared for us are full of faith. They're full of the resonance of God. And if we will take them and declare them over us and renew our minds. Yes, I'm not feeling quite nice. But you know what? That is all the natural stuff. You know, we're thinking about later on. We had a fight with our husband or whatever happened. That can fall away as we will just start to speak. And just think of, think of those, how those molecules were being affected by the sound. Let your molecules... Let your atoms be changed by what you are saying right now as you praise God and declare before Him the goodness that He is. Amen.